0: Today I want to talk about anxiety, the coronavirus, and how we can remain healthy, so mentally healthy, in the middle of what's going on uh, with this pandemic that's happening today. I have clients who've come into my office and expressed some concern, and it made me think that perhaps there are people out there who might benefit from having some real-world tools in how we can manage our anxiety related to the coronavirus. So first of all, my name is Violet Vera. I'm a psychologist and the reason I make these videos is to help people to manage their mental health and physical health so that they can live a much more happy life. I'm sure that most of you are aware about COVID-19 which is a strain of the coronavirus that the world is currently trying to manage. I'm not going to go into the details of the actual virus except to say that there isn't a vaccination and so the reason that it's become such a topic right now is because we know that if we catch it it's our body's ability to fight off the virus that will determine whether or not we are carriers of the virus so basically that we could be walking around with it on us but not show any signs of having the virus have a flu-like symptom reaction to the virus like a typical flu or have a flu-like symptom that progresses into a respiratory problematic version of the virus that's a very, very small, condensed version of what's happening in the world. The reason I'm bringing this up is this: when we don't know which one we possibly could have, and the fact that there's a two week incubation period for this virus, means that you could be interacting with someone who's carrying it on them but not showing any signs and maybe will never show any signs, but transmits it to you, and your re- your immune reaction is to actually have the flu, or even worse have the flu with respiratory issues so how does this affect someone who has anxiety most of you are aware that when you're anxious when there's a problem and you don't know the answer the anxiety takes over and it can go one of two directions I can be anxious and it's the only thing I can focus on so all my time energy effort is going into understanding the coronavirus and trying to keep my body healthy and my children healthy, and my, and staying away from any person who possibly could have the coronavirus. Or, other side of the spectrum, understanding that the coronavirus is out there and being so afraid that I don't even want to deal with it, and so I'm kind of pretending like nothing's happening. Anxious people can show either of these two reactions, and here's the problem. Let's start, let's start with the one where I'm acting like nothing's happening. If I'm anxious to the point where I'm so afraid that I can't even allow myself to look at the possibility that the coronavirus is a thing, I might not take the necessary precautions to protect myself from the coronavirus. Now, even though we cannot eliminate the possibility of getting the flu, any flu, and the coronavirus is no different, we can do things that greatly diminish the possibility of us getting the flu, like washing our hands, like avoiding crowded situations. When you are in contact with someone that you know is sick, staying your distance and There are things we can actually do. Basically, the standard things that we would do during flu season, we would do to protect ourselves from the coronavirus. But if I'm in such anxiety over the possibility of catching the coronavirus, I don't even want to acknowledge that it's a possibility. I might not do those things. And unfortunately, that could put me in the position where I then contract the virus. Okay, so that's one scenario. But what about the flip side of the coin, which is that I'm acting as if everything is a possibility. I'm excessively focused on contracting the virus. I'm washing my hands to the point where maybe my hands are raw. I'm avoiding people. I'm stockpiling items in my home. So this other side of the anxiety related to the coronavirus is also very problematic because it's going to do a few things. First of all, it's going to separate me from people because I'm going to be Separating myself and not wanting to be in contact with anyone, for fear that I contract the virus. Now that all by itself can be a problem. What if I am in a job that hasn't shut down and I actually need to go to work? What if I'm in a situation where I have people that I need to help and I'm not helping them because I'm afraid of catching the virus? Unfortunately, when we're um, in this situation and we're behaving in this anxious manner, we are not allowing ourselves to see that there are actually procedures that I can undertake to keep myself healthy and therefore minimize the possibility that I contract the coronavirus. Now, is minimize equivalent to guarantee? No. Unfortunately, though, we can't guarantee that we're not going to ever get sick. However, if I start living my life in a manner where I'm avoiding everything because I'm trying not to get sick, other problems arise. Okay, so one of the things that I noticed is this. Before Canada found their first instance of coronavirus, I already had people in my office afraid of the coronavirus. I already had people in my office who had missed work because of coronavirus. I already had people in my office who were excessively anxious about the possibility that they might already have the coronavirus, even though we hadn't had one instance. And by the way, the people that I'm None of the people that I know so far, so none of my clients have reported being infected with the coronavirus, but that fear was reported by more than one person. Here's the issue. When we're anxious and we are catastrophizing about things that we are afraid are gonna happen, and then if there's any evidence that that thing has actually happened, it reinforces my belief that it could happen to me, even though it might've happened in a different province, even though it might've happened in a different city, because it happened now all of a sudden i'm even more convinced that i could be next when there's no evidence when i have no symptoms but my focus is on this and then unfortunately what happens is that if we do get ill we then believe that well now we must have the virus unfortunately a lot of people who live with anxiety live quietly with anxiety because And I say quietly, it's not that people don't know that they're anxious because a lot of the time we can tell who's anxious and who's not. But I say quietly because we've learned when we're anxious not to talk about the things that make us anxious because the people around us who are not anxious become frustrated with us when we're constantly focused on things that our entourage does not believe is realistic. Now, in this case, because everybody's talking about this, the anxious person is going to have the opportunity to talk about it, which means they're also gathering more information about it, which means now we're adding to the ideas the anxious person has about this problem that they're certain is going to affect them because it's in the news, because it's a topic of conversation. Anxious people are actually at more risk. And so therefore, and I say more risk, what I mean is anxious people are constantly being bombarded with more information that's putting them in the position of feeling that COVID-19 is going to attack them. And because they feel that way, they're even having more symptoms. But they're so used to hiding this that they will continue to engage and discuss these topics. Now they're able to discuss them, but unfortunately, most people so the average person interacting with someone who's anxious may not notice that talking about this topic is actually increasing that other person's anxiety. Not that it's your job to stop someone else from being anxious. My bigger point is sometimes we end up talking about the coronavirus because we're sharing information, sharing ideas. Sometimes we're talking about it because we are de-stressing. And, but for the anxious person, this doesn't eliminate stress. It actually heightens their anxiety. And we're not aware because that's not the way that we deal with anxiety. When someone who's anxious actually ends up getting ill, even if it's not with the coronavirus, it might be a regular cold. We're still in the middle of winter here. Might be with a bit of a flu. We're still in the middle of winter here. But if someone gets ill, even if they haven't been exposed to the coronavirus and they're an anxious person, then the next few days is going to be very difficult because while they're suffering this cold, Their anxiety is heightened. When our anxiety is heightened, unfortunately, we also live hormone imbalances. The hormone I'm thinking about right now is cortisol. And when our cortisol is going to be out of balance, then there are going to be other things that start happening in our body that allows us to be ill longer than we might have originally been ill had we not been anxious about it on top of everything else. So our immune system will be affected if we're excessively anxious While we're ill? So, the answer to this is deceivingly simple. You see, we know how to manage illness. And interestingly enough, the coronavirus for most people is a flu like situation. And so, what that actually means is that if by chance the average person gets the coronavirus, they will live a flu. And from what I understand from reading all the reports about what you should do if you happen to become ill, unless there's some kind of upper respiratory, so unless there's some kind of respiratory issue that's happening, they're advising people to segregate themselves and live, like, take care of yourself and and get over your flu. Now, it's the people that would have respiratory issues that would need to go to the doctor. And interestingly enough, even if you go to the doctor at the very beginning of having a cold or flu-like symptoms, because there's no vaccination, there isn't anything the doctor can do. So in fact, if I have the flu or a cold, and I go to the doctor's office, and I sit around a bunch of other people, and there's the possibility of the coronavirus now in there, my immune system's already compromised. So going to the doctor before knowing for sure that there's something off with your cold doesn't actually help you. Why am I saying this? I'm trying to help people to have a little perspective about what we're trying to accomplish. The point is if you happen to get sick, take care of your illness, unless there's something more showing that this is more than a regular cold and This is important. Do all the normal things you would do to protect yourself from getting sick. Wash your hands. You know, stay away from people who you can see are ill. Take the normal precautions. Use disinfectant if you're in public spaces. And if you have the possibility of avoiding large groups of people, the suggestion from the World Health Organization is to do so. Now, I know in Canada, they're limiting the amount of people who can gather to less than 250 people, which means all the concerts and the, the movie theaters have been closed down and the schools have been closed for the next two weeks to try to get a handle on COVID-19 so that the spread of the coronavirus can be minimized. It's important for the people who suffer anxiety to understand that it's not automatic that because the coronavirus is in your country, that you are going to get it. Because the truth is, if Most people take the precautions of washing hands, disinfecting, you know, staying out of large crowds. If most people take those steps, and if you take those steps, the chance that you catch coronavirus greatly diminishes. And we're adding to that, that even if you end up getting the coronavirus, it's likely that you'll have a flu-like situation and recover. It's really important to keep in mind that with regard to prevention, they're even saying that if you're not sick, It's not necessary to wear a mask. This helps me to understand that unless you're dealing with someone that you know has the virus, they're still pretty confident that the majority of people are not going to get sick just because they might walk by somebody who has the virus. There does need to be some kind of contact with the virus in order for you to become ill. Take the normal necessary precautions and for anxious people, again, I'm saying that Understanding that it's the not knowing that's causing you to feel anxious. Allow yourself to interact with the information that will help you to understand what to do to stay healthy. By doing those things that you can do to stay healthy, you greatly diminish the anxiety that you're going to live. Because you're doing things to help yourself to stay in a healthy situation. Remember that when we don't know what to do, of course we feel anxious so paying attention to what the professionals are telling you to do is the thing that's going to help you to manage your anxiety better I really hope you found this video helpful it's my goal to help people to manage their mental and physical health so that they can live a happier life my Wellness Warriors, I'm always happy when you're here for everybody who's new, consider subscribing ring the bell so you know when my next video is coming out if you'd like to contribute to the production of videos Amazon links, Patreon links in the description below I want to thank you for watching Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet, and I'll talk to you again in the next video.